Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Yep. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York. Yep. The ESPN New York app. Yep. Or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN. This is DiPietro and Rothenberg. The four of us, family, not being invited to the 50th birthday party. Why would we go out of our way at all? Valid point. It's a small, intimate gathering. Would you care to guess how many actual friends are going to be at this thing? Nine. I hope you get food poisoning. Oh, really? You know what happens? I get food poisoning. Then you get a fill-in. I hope I get it, too. Don't say that. I misspoke. (laughs) This is DiPietro and Rothenberg. Take it back. I take it back. On 98.7 ESPN. Oh, yes, the big 9 o'clock bouncy hour of the show. This portion of the show, driven by the All-American Ford Auto Group, the number one volume Ford Group in the Northeast. Huge locations in Paramus, Hackensack, Old Bridge, and Point Pleasant. Shop allamericanford.net. That's allamericanford.net. I don't even know if RJ knows this, that... I guess I did more than you got scolded for breaking late last week at uh, like 824, 924, 25, something like that. RJ was terrible. Got scolded by management. Well, did you deserve it? It was really Ray that messed up, but I guess in some ways I deserved it. Mm. I guess so. You took it like a champ, though. I did. Well, I mean, they were not wrong. You said thank you. I said, well, uh, you know what? I like constructive criticism. So... The issue was that Ray put my out time up there late, so I didn't have the exact timing. So you would be the absolute worst coach. Should have done it right then and there. History of sports, because you would just out everybody. Well, you know what? I mean, he messed up. Well, no one knew that. Were his ears were his ears pinned back? I knew. Yeah, but tail between his legs. Yeah, but you were the only one that knew. Well, now everybody knows. As they which should. Is, which is exactly my point. Well, I admitted that I made him. But but you know what? I owned it. Why can't he own it? Because you already I did owned own it. For it. Every, because I you did owned own it for though. everybody. And then Ray would have said, hey, thanks for doing me a solid. I screwed up. Thanks for taking the bullet there. Well, why would I take a bullet? I don't want to take a bullet. Well, Ray messed did. up. Yeah, but you already took I the messed bullet. up. Ray messed up. Everybody messed up. Whippy do. Whippy do. There would be a. If you were a goalie on a team, there would be a practice code red a week into the season. So, Dave, what happened on that goal? Well, here's what happened. Well, this, this defenseman got walked. This one screened me. He was out of position. Well, if they Maybe deserve it. Pucks fight at your face. They, oh, give you know him the, they give him the private pile treatment. Dude, he would get a beat down. So what do you want me to do? Ray, Ray you were great, and you're, and you're messing up the time last week for me? You don't need to say anything. You wonder, you'll wonder why there's nine people going to your birthday party. Because that's what I want. No. Yeah. That's all that said yes. That's all that's available. Okay, you would have said yes. That's only because I love you. <laughs> exactly. There's a lot of people that love me out there. I don't know about that. A lot of people love me. 1-800-919-3776. But anyway, RJ, uh, reprimanded last week. Mm. 
management. How do you feel? Like a man, and then he pitched the perfect game. I feel. I feel you've 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 performed well thus far. Well, you know what? I take uh, criticism very seriously, and I have uh, rebounded at a high level, but it hurt me. It didn't hurt you. No, it did. It hurt me terribly. How do you know? I went home and wept. I went home and wept. No, you haven't. What was the last time you cried? Well, I don't really. Besides, cry when much. the Giants lose, I don't. I don't cry when the Giants lose. When I was a child, I used to. Right. When I oh, I remember one. <laughs> one one day, I taped the Georgetown Villanova game. It was on a Monday night. They used to have like the Big Monday was the Big East, right? Seven o'clock. I mean, maybe it was later because I wasn't allowed to stay up for the whole game, so I taped it and I watched it the next day. And they lost, and I went crazy, and I cried after the game. No, oh. boy, I got to tell you, on on Saturday, I actually watched some of that game against Providence. You mean Sunday? Sunday, yeah. I see, I'm all confused now. What's happening right now with us? <laughs> a lot. I, it's I, I a watched, weird weekend. I watched ter- some of the terrible, right? The Georgetown Providence game. The te- it's terrible. They are watch. horrible. Horrible. They're so bad. It's awful. <laughs> That's all I had. No, thanks for that. I don't show up on a Friday and everyone's all of a sudden, now everyone's all, all thrown nope. off. No, you know what? You are like the human calendar. I'm the glue that keeps this whole thing together as well. No, I, I wouldn't am. say that. You're the human calendar. you wouldn't calendar. say that? I wouldn't say that. You're Without good. me, this show. I, I think we have almost no issues if you go. <sighs> well, I mean, some. And he says it with no, like, not a, no smile, nothing. We, we lose, what we lose if you leave is like the childlike portion of the show where someone says something and, and they, they take it to a, you know, a disgusting level. We lose that. He lets you know how he feels every single day. You yeah. just R- have to pay RJ, more valuable to the show, to me, or, me or Rick. I'm not answering that question. What I will say is we would lose a tremendous amount without Rick. You assess the situation just like a quick situation where you have to turn left or right and you had to make a decision. That was your honesty right there. You just said, nah, I don't think so. No, no, I think I think we would miss him, but I think we would we'd pick ourselves up, dust ourselves off, and we'd be fine. You know what Dave You know what that's saying about about what he just said about how, how he views himself. I think I think it's more of Joe Burrow. He's like, Well, we still have me. We'll be fine. I think that's very accurate. I'm I'm the Joe Burrow of the show. Right. Right back to seven to ten. Then you're the you're the T. Higgins. Okay. Or maybe you're the left tackle that's filling in for the starting left tackle. This is how Dave feels. Well, let's not let's career. not pretend. And, let's... and everybody that, that we have in that locker room, all the coaches we have, things are gonna change year to year, but our window's always open. Let's let's not overlook the years of just seven to ten, little midday show. Uh, when was the really, sh- when, when was really the show when I joined the show, what time was the show? Um, I don't even remember. Ten, I don't ten know. to one. Okay, yeah, that's right. That's right. Ten yeah, to one, and I now? got involved, and I, boop, we're, we're six to ten. <laughs> okay. Well, what were you before I got you involved with the uh, ten to one? Uh, I was doing evenings. Okay. I was doing middays before you were even at the station. All right. That didn't even rate. <laughs> didn't rate. Didn't rate. All right. You know what? I'm not playing this game. No, my, goal is not to, my goal is not to bring you down. My, I'm just telling my you, goal you is to play facilitate nasty? your greatness. You want to play nasty? I'll you play, play nasty. nasty. You'll lose a game of nasty. <laughs> Your goal's not to bring him down. No. Moments after saying, if you left the show tomorrow, yeah. it would lose nothing. It would lose nothing. I didn't say nothing. At first you did. Nothing. Hey, you corrected yourself, but it at first lose, you said nothing. It would lose the immaturity, which which I don't even think you it like. It would lose the, the frat feeling to the show, yes. Like I said, different levels of immaturity Nick, good. remain. No, Knicks have won two in a row. Knicks won a game on Friday where they trailed by 19 and then just dominated New Orleans at the Garden. Um, the Knicks it, are great. I love watching this team. 
That's that's from that's it from makes years ago. Five in a row, you jack wagon. Not over the weekend. Not since not since the All Star break, you jack wagon. Well, they've won five of five five row and seven of eight. Five okay. row, seven of eight. Yes, <laughs> Knicks have won five row. Anyhow. Is tonight the I biggest game that you can recall for the Knicks in quite a quite a long time? I hate your guts. Why? Because you're incapable of speaking the English language. <laughs> Knicks have won five row. Uh, you done? It's a good test. It's a good test tonight. It's a big game tonight for the Knicks. Yeah, it's a big game. It's a good test. Great test. The <laughs> play Gunling for me at one time. The big clubs hover stars all look to depart. Oh, those He's big got a clubs. nice voice. He's got a nice voice. So nice. He has like a boy band kind of. Uh... How do you let him go? How do you let him go? I don't think we had the money to keep. Oh, fine. Can we it. get back to the Knicks for God's sake, you please? Find the money to keep. That I, kind of I'll talent. tell you what. I want the four seed. I want home court first round. I see Cleveland right in my sights. Let's go. Uh, you are such a fraud. Too, Why am I a fraud? Because you're such a fraud. It takes you forever. I don't know about this team. I don't like Julius Randle. And now all of a sudden, it's I want the four seed. Yeah, so? Fraud. That's not a fraud. Uh, you're a fraud. You're dumb. You're dumb. No, you're, honestly, you're dumb. Because why can't, why can't I adjust my expectations based on how the team is playing? I think you're supposed to adjust your expectations. Okay, so then what, the what's wrong with me staring at the standings right now, looking at things, being excited, and saying, why not the four seed? There's no way you shouldn't pass Brooklyn. No, you should be right there. But we've already said that. I mean, once uh, once Kyrie was gone and KD was gone, you felt like okay, the Knicks should be the better team. They should be. I mean, they should be able to get up into that five spot. And whether it's the four spot or the five spot, the goal is make sure you keep yourselves away from those top three teams to That's give yourself correct. a chance to win the first round of the playoffs. Yes. Now I heard somebody over the weekend on Sports Talk Radio saying there's no reason Knicks can't go to the uh, Eastern Conference. I want final. names. I want names. I'm not giving you names, but I was embarrassed for that person. Was it Paul Jake? I'm not. Who? <laughs> <laughs> was it, was oh, it Paul Jake? Jake? That's cute. Uh, no, it was not Paul Jake. But stop stop it. I mean, if the Knicks won it was a Gordon, series. Wasn't it? it was Gordon. I'm not telling Gordon you who it was. Gordon was on vacation. It was Grasa. I'm not telling you who it was. It doesn't matter who it was. My point is, don't go crazy, which is completely unrealistic. I think it's realistic to think you can be a top five seed, and I think it's realistic to think you can win a playoff series against Cleveland. That's as far as I look at you can go right now. Yeah, but think about this for a second. I mean, when you when you came into the season, I mean, what was the Knicks? What was the Knicks over under for the season? RJ, look that up. I have no idea. Of course you don't. Why would you? Do you know it? Um, off the top of my head, I think it was. They won what? They won thirty-seven games last year. So I would say there's probably. I don't even know if it was five hundred. I don't even know if they had them. You at think 500. it was under five hundred? I think it was slight. 37, say, 38 seems right. I want to say it was under 500. I'm looking it up. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm saying 38 and a half. Right. So, I mean, there weren't a lot of high expectations. I mean, there was, you know, for for me and you, the thought was, okay, you have the point guard now. I don't think anyone thought, like you saw some glimpses that Jalen Brunson could be really good, but I don't think anyone thought he would be this good. And early on, it, it didn't look... For you especially, because you would say this, I thought this was supposed to look better. This was going to take a minute. It took some time. But now it feels like, in, you know, Tibbs shortens up the rotation. You bring in Josh Hart. Right now in this moment, watching this team play, it, it, it feels like guys know exactly where they fit, mm-hmm. what their roles are, and they're going to excel in those roles. 
Does that make the Knicks a dangerous team? Yeah, I think that makes the Knicks a dangerous team. I think so. I, I think here's the thing. At, at a minimum, you want to play your series, whoever it's going to be against, and for that team to say to themselves, boy, I don't want them next year. That's that's a really good basketball team, and they're getting better. Now, my issue would be, how do they get better? Right? How, how do they get to the Milwaukee status? How do they get to the Boston? How do they get to Philadelphia? I, I Realistically, I don't know that that's possible now. So I'll take what I can get, and that is top five seed, compete, maybe win the first playoff series. Well, I think it's – but here, here's the thing, though. I think there's a lot of teams asking them that, themselves that question, though. How, how do we get ourselves to that level? Because there aren't – I mean, there aren't a lot of teams with Giannis or Tatum and Brown. I, I mean, that, this is – I mean, to win a championship, you got to have multiple superstars. Right. It's no and right now you got a couple stars like Jalen Brunson. It's no Brunson. coincidence, right? That every team that you say has a real chance to win the NBA title has at least one, if not more, elite players. Well, yeah, but that's I mean that's basketball. That's why these teams are willing to bend over backwards to get these guys. Because you need you need players at that level to win championships. Have you looked at the Western Conference standings? By the I way, I have. Sacramento is the three seed right now. Right. See that game they won on, was it Friday night? Uh, You're asking me questions. I mean, you thought the Knicks played yesterday, so. Yeah, I don't know the timing of it. Which game game are we speaking of? They won like double overtime, 176-175. They beat OKC last night. Uh, No, no, no. no. It it was against, I think, the Clippers. I did see that game. Yeah, and they won. It was the second highest scoring game in the history of the NBA. I did see that game, yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. 176-175. Yeah, that was... uh, I saw it because I saw De'Aaron Fox's interview after that game. Oh, he went right after everybody. He doesn't care. No, he doesn't care. That was a good move for them. I mean, trading um, Halliburton seemed like a, eh, not a great idea, but. Well, they have the point guard. How many point guards right. do you need? Well, yeah, but depending on which point guard you wanted to pick, they picked they picked Fox, and they got Sabonis, and Sabonis has been good for them. They got Herder. I don't think they have a, they, they don't have a real chance to to win no. anything, but. Well, they could, could, they, could they win a playoff series? Could they win a playoff series? They could win a playoff series. Right now, if they finish in the three seed, they I would play they'd have Dallas. The Mavericks. Could they beat Dallas? I think I'd they still could. take Dallas. Yeah, I'd still take Dallas. Mm. I'll, I mean, that right I'll now. tell you this. Phoenix, Back in the day, remember they had like Chris Webber and, and all those guys? Yeah. Pedro Stoyakovich, Doug Christie. That was as tough a place to play as I ever remember. Sacramento. I don't, I don't feel like it's got that same juice now. No? Well, we'll have to see. they haven't been to the playoffs in a long time. Well, they've been a mess. Yeah, it's nice to see them somewhat relevant. You together. see what the first round matchup would be too: Phoenix Clippers. Oh, how good would that, that would be? Spicy, wouldn't it? Yeah, and the Lakers are now knocking on the door to get in. Uh, Lakers right now are a game out of the ten spot. Pelicans, you, you got to think they fall, right? Yeah, dude, it's it's such a sin that that Zion's never healthy. He can't stay healthy, man. That's such a bummer for them. You see what Lillard did last night? seventy uh, one. 71. In less than 40 minutes, too. Game time. Yeah, that's crazy. All right, 1-800-919-3776. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call or click Granger.com or just stop on by. RJ... It's been a week. Let's see how you are with Sim. Now, see ya! Bang! Touchdown! Rebound score! 
the shit you missed. Thank you to Ray for occupying this space and doing it. He was a, good last week. F- he was very good. He's, if you guys wanted him to do it over me, I wouldn't blame you. I'd no, we'll thank you. See, this is the problem with you, David. What did I Let me do? Tell you what your problem is. Well, you can go ahead, tell you me. Because you, you were nasty to me, and you make you make people feel insecure. Why can't you just say Ray was great, but RJ, we missed you. Make him feel like he's. he's That's what needed. I said. No, you didn't. That's exactly what I said. You make, you make him feel like you, you want someone else to do it. You don't. You don't. You don't appreciate him and his talent. Who are we talking about now? I don't appreciate we, RJ. We, we know what he's all about. Right. Oh my God. You guys are <laughs> such children. Uh big breaking news. Oh. Oh boy. Milwaukee Bucks. Mark Lazary, owner, reached an agreement to sell his portion of the team to. Jimmy and D. Haslam, owner of the Browns, for three point wow. five billion dollars, second highest for an NBA team, trailing only the four billion that uh, Matt Ishbia just paid like two weeks ago for the Suns, third highest for an American sports team ever behind the Broncos sale to the Walmart Walmart people last year. So they are now the majority owners, the Haslams. It's looking that way. Wow. We can't find anyone else that's willing to buy buy these teams. How are they the, still allowed to buy teams, the Haslam's? The previous owners. It was the Flying J gas station? Pilot Flying J, I believe. Pilot Flying oh. J, yeah. Did them right in. Uh, Damian Lillard, franchise and career high. 71 points yesterday, 13 three-pointers. Blazers win 41 points in the first half. Wow. Uh, second most by player in the last 25 years. And he's the oldest player with a 70-point game. He's 32 years old. Uh, Mavs blew a... I'd like to see him win a championship in uh, Portland. I, think a lot I don't know how that's going to happen. Uh, Mavs blow a 27-point lead. They lose by three to the Lakers. NBA teams in that same spot being up 27 were 138-0 this year before that. Not anymore. No Uh, longer. Jason Kidd, your thoughts. Yeah, I'm not the savior here. I'm not playing. I'm watching, just like you guys. And as a team, we got to mature. You know, we got a lot of new bodies coming back, and we got to grow up if we want to win a championship. There's no young team that's ever won a championship, uh, mentally or physically. And so just to see how we could respond, again, two and a half quarters, we're playing at a high level on both ends, uh, offensively and defensively. But what the Lakers just showed us is that it's not it's not a race. It's not the rabbit who wins. It's the turtle. And and they, they work the game. And, and that's where we have to get to. We have to get better at working the game, and uh, we will. Mm. Just watching like everyone else. So there they He's, he's got no more involvement than, than us. <laughs> uh, in that same game, LeBron injured his right foot. Uh, microphones picked him up saying, I heard a pop, but he stayed in the game, finished with 26 points in the win. Uh, Jokic, big triple-double. Big. 40 he's points. Awesome. 17 rebounds. 10 assists. Nuggets win by 10 in OT against the Clippers. And Quinn Snyder is the new coach of the Hawks. Effective immediately. Five-year deal for the former Jazz coach. Where would Jokic rank if I gave you... You're the GM of whatever team you want. Yeah. You, have to, you go, what pick would he be? Well, what do you mean? Like, if, if everyone was available? Where everyone, would I take in Jokic? Is, everyone in the league is available. That's interesting Ooh. because he was, what, the seven pick in the All-Star draft? Or six? Something I, I, like that? I mean, Gian, Giannis got to go one. Who else? A- age is, is a factor? Yeah, all of it. Yeah, so everything. Um, Embiid goes ahead of him, I would think. You take Tatum ahead of him? I think so. I don't know. You take Luka ahead Luka? of him? Yeah, yes, I do. Tatum, I'm not sure about. Luke, I would say yes. Take you take Julius Randle? Yeah, it's a, it's a good question. I would say unlikely. John Morant? I don't know. Oh, this guy's all... I mean, outside of Giannis, 
there's nobody that I would definitively say I would take above Jokic. Should there be more pressure on him to make a run this year? I think if they didn't get Durant, there'd be a lot more pressure on him. Well, so if he wins, I mean, if he wins back-to-back-to-back MVPs at some point, right, they're up the pressure, don't you? Rare, yeah, rarefied error to win two, let alone three MVPs, and not yeah, really... Who's the second-best player on that team? Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray, yeah. Those not pretend like they don't have a good team, though. Yeah, they don't stink. No, no. Well, they have the, the best one record in, in the Western Conference. I, I get that they're a good team. I'm just saying, like, can they win a championship? I would say that's probably unlikely right well, now. Well, West down. I mean, so then what? They got to get to the Conference Finals? Um, As the one seed, I would think you should be able to get to the Conference Finals. Uh, Keandre Miller, toss from yesterday's still 5-2 win uh, for the Rangers over the Kings for spitting it. Drew Doughty. Now, as far as possible repercussions you guys spoke about earlier, uh, three years ago, uh, on the caps at the time, uh, Garnett Hathaway got a three-game suspension uh, suspension for a spitting incident. So, somebody keep an eye. It's on the it. most disrespectful thing you it's can awful. do. Man. Oh, it really is. It's, it's awful. Gross. Uh, I, I was actually hoping that that Dowdy said something that was just awful that that it forced him to do that, but doesn't sound like that was the case. Rangers busy already. Uh, Vitelli Kratsov to the Canucks. For Will Lockwood, seventh-round pick in the 26th draft. Can't wait Rick to see what that it. is. Yep. Uh, as for Patrick Kane, he's he's <laughs> left the Blackhawks, and he's just waiting for the call that he's a New York Ranger. Has a no-movement clause and uh, is a pending unrestricted free agent. Wants to go to the Rangers so he can say no to any other deal or just sit out, I suppose. Islanders over Winnipeg 4 nothing, And the Devils and Timo Meyer from the Sharks. 31 goals, 52 points this year. Uh, he will be a restricted free agent in a couple of months. They got good quick, huh, the Devils? Yeah. Devils are solid, man. That didn't I take mean, long, they're, though. They're, I mean, I'll last tell you what, year they were fun, bad. They're a fun team to watch, too. They are. How how good would Rangers-Devils be in the first round of the postseason? Oh, it'd be awesome. You might get it. It's I think I think you're going to get it. And I think that that would be it would be a great series for, for locally and for hockey too. It'd be nice if all three teams made the playoffs too. I think there's a very good chance of that. Get we that could team. get all four if you consider the Sabers one of our Sabers. New York teams. All the locals could be in the the winter playoff. Well, spring into summer, but the winter teams: three hockey, two basketball. If beef on Wick for everybody. It, RJ, beef on Wick. Good Buffalo staple. If you think about it, is it Wick? Oh People God. say Wick. But Hello. Yeah. This is working, right? <laughs> when I'm yeah. trying to talk and nobody's uh, is, paying attention. This is That's your fine. version of... Am I here? Hello? Okay. Now, go, go ahead. I have nothing to say, apparently. Okay. Uh, no, no, I do. <laughs> so, now forget it. No, I do. Um, every local New York team could make the postseason. Yeah, thanks. That's a... What do you mean? I, I think... I just said that. Wait, you just said it. No, I'm not. I'm not talking about five. Oh, I'm talking about mean, every single oh, one. Everybody. Mets, Yankees. You got to figure you're going to go. Yeah. Giants went. Jets should be better. All the hockey. All the basketball. Mm. Great point. Yeah, you know what? I, I'm. I'm. You guys are all dead to me. <laughs> it's been really. It dark. was a great point. But it's it been really dark times around here. Then that's uh, where we are. Yeah, Manny Machado threatened to opt out of his uh, current deal with the Padres at the end of this year. Uh, two days later, he's got 11 years and 350 million dollar extension in place. Wow, so good for that him. sucks. I thought he was going to be a Met. Uh, Machado was the first violator of the pitch clock, albeit uh, spring training. But over the weekend, uh, that was the appetizer that came the next day in a tie game. Cal Conley of the Braves thought he had just won the game. Two outs, full count. Bases loaded and. And now what? He's out. They have called strike three. Wow! This is mayhem! Oh! Automatic strike three called with the bases loaded in a tie game in the bottom of the ninth. This is baseball 
in 2023. Sign of things to come. That's wild. Mayhem. True mayhem. It wow. is wild, though, if you think about That's it. That's going to happen. That's going to happen in a regular season game. There's no umpire that wants to make that call, is there? No. Uh, oh. Jake Paul's unbeaten streak in boxing is over. Uh, Paul Tommy, Jake. Yeah, Paul Jake. Jake Paul. Yeah. Tommy Fury, uh, the half-brother of Tyson Fury, beats Paul. Split Which decision. Half? I can't tell you. <laughs> uh, Adam Schefter says the Bears leaning towards trading the number one pick. And did you catch some NF, uh, XFL over the weekend? My no. Bat- by the way, my Battle Hawks are two and zero. Congratulations. Uh, this audio because they mic up everyone, they interview everyone. There's you know microphones, hot mics everywhere. This from uh, Orlando quarterback uh, DeAndre Francois. All right, still belly left. Act two. Still belly left. Shut the f- y'all. Listen, <laughs> act two hot on one on one. I enjoyed that. And that's uh, a quarterback taking charge of the huddle right there, boys. <laughs> Uh, and happy 8th birthday to Milo and 30th birthday to Ty D. Butler. The troll. Oh. 30 to the troll. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. Dave. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here! Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. You said you had a really good baseball question. How about it? Well, I didn't say it was really good. I just said it was a baseball question. No, I, I believe it's it was sold as really up. good. Okay, I know it's spring training. So Yankees, this is a Yankees-related question. All right. Did you get a chance to watch any of Anthony Volpe yesterday? Or highlights, at least? Uh, yes. Okay. Two hits, couple stolen bases. Yes. Right. If it's clear that Anthony Volpe is the best option, but for some reason they feel like they want to they, they hold him back just a little bit longer, you think Yankees fans will, will lose their minds? Um, not necessarily. I think if they start with whoever else it's going to be at shortstop and that guy's good and the Yankees are winning games, I think you'll be fine. 
I think if the Yankees, whoever they play at short, is not great and they struggle out of the gate a little bit, then I think they lose their minds. Can it be IKF, though? I don't know. I don't know how you can play IKF at short every day where in the biggest moments of the year last year, you said we can't play him. Right. I guess the I guess the, the, the better question is, like, does it, does it have to be anyone but IKF? I does it have so. to be Peraza or Volpe? I think so. Like, is it that time? Yeah, I, I think Peraza. I think if nothing monumental happens, it's Peraza. Otherwise, maybe maybe you do go with Volpe. I just I, I don't understand. Maybe they'll go with IKF. I don't know what their plan is because some of the things they decide to do, I don't really understand. But I don't know how you could say that we're we're not going to play IKF in the biggest moments of 2022, and then show up in 2023 and say, "All right, shortstop is yours." Yeah, he's back. Like, like, what sense does that make? We don't trust him. We'll get to October this year. We won't be able to play him. But right now, he's your shortstop. How do you do that? I don't know if you can. Like, at a certain point, like, is he, is he fine to, you know, to play some third or play short? Like, just be a, a utility guy? Yeah, you're not paying him a ton of money. I think they're paying him, what, $6 million bucks. But, like, I just think we're at a point now where it's like, I think Yankees fans are fed up with hearing about how good these prospects are and how come, you know, these guys are untouchable. We can't make... Well, why wouldn't you go after this guy? Well, because you know this guy's we can't get rid of him. Well, okay, if, if that's the case, then like at some point we have to see the guy play, don't we? You would think so, but here's what they don't want: they don't want to to play him prematurely, right? They're, I think they're right. scared to death of that. We get him out there; he's not ready. The moment's too big. The stage is too big, and all of a sudden now you, you know yet you, you start back at square one with Volpe. I think when they go Volpe, they go all in, and he's their guy. I'm just interested to see what happens if he has like this if he has an unbelievable spring and it's clear to everybody that he is by He's far ready the best, to roll. like by far the best option. Will they play it as well it's only spring training. We'd like to see him get through, you know, get through AAA and then he'll be ready. So let's just say argument's sake Volpe hits 385 in spring. Steals bases, plays a good short defensively. He's dynamic. Dynamic. I think he. I think he's your opening day shortstop. Like I would. I would love to know if that's a real. Because I mean, yeah, they're not telling you exactly. Yeah, they're not telling you the truth. Nor should they. They don't need to tell you. Uh, the oh truth. yeah, everyone's. Uh, everyone's got a chance to make the team. Yeah, until you go to training camp and you got like some. You're number seventy something, and you don't get your. Per right. Game. He's wearing seventy three and a half. Like you don't even know until you find like, some. Of the, one of the veteran guys is like, "Hey, dummy, see your number." Yeah. You notice how I got all my per diem and you don't? Yeah, you're. You're getting sent I, down. I also wear forty five. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like they can say what they want, it's a it's a competition. But is it is it a real competition? Like if Volpe is if Volpe is hands down the best option, are they comfortable giving him? Well, the doesn't job? it have? Like, okay, you it drafted should. him to to groom him to be the guy. If he's great in spring training, and all signs point to the fact that he's going to be capable to start the season as your starting shortstop, how could you not? Well, because you could justify going him an extra year of control, right? So you send him down early. Let him go. Hopefully, if, tear it, it up in the minors. If that's what the Yankees thought is, then then they're they're not the Yankees, really. Well, it's smart. I mean, it's it's smart business. If if he makes you better, and he's going to be a forever Yankee, and he's going to fall in the footsteps of Derek Jeter, or Aaron Judge, and you say, hey, you know what, we don't want to start him at shortstop this year because it starts the clock earlier, then you're not the Yankees. And who knows if this is even going to happen. I just think, like, I mean, I just get a chance to watch him and hear some of the things. I mean, some of the stuff that you've told me, it's just like, I mean, 
it feels like the kid has real potential to be a stud. I, I think it's only a matter of time when and do you get nervous because how, how old is he? He's young. He's a baby. Yeah, he's a baby. But, I mean, listen, some guys just are ready sooner than others. I guess the reason why I asked the question is because if he's just that – if it's if it's glaring that he is just that much better than the other two options. I think you have to. How, well, well how, what does spring training mean then? If it's glaring. Like, IKF is what he is. He's a he's a, a mediocre shortstop. He's, he's average, right? He's not a great hitter. He's not great offensively. He's, he's, he's a stopgap is what he is. And he was supposed to be the stopgap for this guy. If this guy shows you that he's at that level in spring training, how do you not? Even if it's not something you want to do, if he's that good in spring training, how do you not make Volpe your starting shortstop on opening day? For what you said is that they're trying to protect him, is that they feel like in the short term they have enough. And then if they go if if after going down for a little bit that he just forces their hand, then they can always call him up. And oh, by the way, that you I mean you continue to have you take advantage of having that extra year of control by him starting down. I'm just interested to see if that's the kind of game they play. If he's just hands down the best option, but they're like, well, he's you know, so it's dumb. only it's it's only spring training. It'd be so dumb if you do that. If 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 he's that good in spring training, he's your shortstop. And that's what it should be. Now, if he's not great, or if you look and you you want to, you know, anybody but IKF, that's the thing. How can you go back? I don't understand how you can go back to IKF. You've basically made the statement: he's not our future. He's not. He's not any part of it, and we don't trust him in the biggest moments of the season. So we're going to go back for in April, May, and June until Volpe's ready. Then let Volpe be ready now. Yeah, well, Peraza, I don't. I don't know how you go back. I don't. I don't think I don't think you can. But there are plenty of times. I mean, there are plenty of times I've seen it throughout my my career in the NHL, going to training camp, where it's like, okay, yeah, this position is wide open, and whoever has the best training camp is going to get the job. And then one guy is clearly the better player, but because he's he's younger, well, for whatever reason, it's yeah, you know what? It's only it's it's only preseason. You know, these aren't real games, so yeah, we're going to send you down. Because financially it makes more sense, and then we'll keep this guy here. You know who else had a heck of a weekend for the Mets? Brett Beatty. Yeah, Beatty did have a big weekend. He had a big weekend. You know how it's good uh, for the Yankees? Clark Schmidt was good, too, in his couple Yeah, what do you have, five Ks in two innings? Yeah, five Ks. Yeah, so we'll see. I mean, they need somebody to step up with Montas going to be out now. Yeah, well, I mean, I think he's going to get the... He's going to get a legitimate chance now. Fifth starter for the Yankees, Herman or Schmidt? I think they want it to be Schmidt. I'll say Schmidt. These are good problems, though, aren't they? Oh, we got two good baseball teams. When you're talking about your fifth starter is going to be Domingo Herman, who's really good, or Clark Schmidt, who has the potential to be really good. Right. I mean, those are those are big time problems. Well, yeah, both teams. I mean, but you look at both staffs. Oh, Mets have the same thing from top to bottom. Same same exact thing. I, actually, and I know Yankee fans get all upset. I think the Yankees are terrific. I think the Yankees have more questions than the Mets do heading into the season. As far as what? As team or rotation? Like a team. Yeah, I don't think that. I mean, is that's, I don't think that's a crazy thought. I mean, left field is a, is a big question mark for the Yankees. Left field, shortstop, Shortstop third base. is a question mark. Is, is Donaldson going to be your everyday third baseman for the entirety of the season? Well, has you, to be I mean, something is, that's questioned. Is Clay Holmes going to be the guy? Yeah, I don't know. If, well, if not no question Holmes, about do you think the guy would be Loisega? Loisega's stuff is filthy. Oh, nasty. He's got nasty, filthy stuff. The Yankees' bullpen is going to be real good. That king back. I mean, yeah, their bullpen is always good. 
Look at the Yankees pitching, though. I mean, the pitching starters nice. are terrifying. Their bullpen is terrific. Yeah, I don't have any. I don't have any real questions about about their pitching staff. And this guy whose name is spelt like lasagna. I have questions. I mean, by the end of the season, in the biggest games of the season, you didn't know who was closing the game. You didn't know who was playing shortstop. Right, left. I mean, with Benintendi hurt, it was. I mean, it was Cabrera and left. It was a disaster. I mean, third base, you weren't getting any offensive production. Catcher, at that point, you weren't getting any production from the catcher. No. It, it was bad. I mean, Yankees, and, and the way it ended was so bad, and the team it ended Ugh. against was so bad. So it, it leaves a, a That was the worst-case scenario for the end of a season. For them. Ugh. To have that. Worst, worst end of the season. We'll break it in a second, RJ. Worst end of the season, Mets or Yankees? Yankees did it in the ALCS. Mets did it in yeah, the... Yeah, uh, the Mets. Awful, right? Yeah, they lost. I mean, you lose the division and those the series against the Braves and then losing to the Padres. Oh, yeah. Awful. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at DR on ESPN. Little NFL, we got three stars to give away. Let's go to the calls, though. Eric in Morristown. Good morning, Eric. You're on 9870 ESPN. Hey, Dave. Hey, Rick. How you guys doing today? Good. What's going on, buddy? Good, good. I went to the same high school as Anthony Volpe out here in, uh, in Morristown, the Del Barton School. Uh, Volpe's high school teammate is Jack Leiter, uh, Al Leiter's son. So those guys are the top two prospects in their organization right now. Quick just thing about Volpe. Obviously, we had the same coach in high school. The kid is just a gamer. And to Rick's point before, uh, that dynamic, that sort of you know, cat and mouse game between the catcher, bringing bring base stealing and hustle plays. You guys saw his two plays this weekend. Basically, hits a hits a single into the gap and right hustles, makes it a double. And the next time he gets on base after he rips one into left field, he steals second and steals third. That's something that the Yankees just do not have. Um, something that certainly IKF doesn't bring to the table, and it's just such a different element. I, I mean, this kid has to be has to be you know starting shortstop if, if if they want to really just change the dynamic of this team. I just think at a certain point, I think, I mean, the, the team told you everything you need to know about how they feel about IKF. Biggest moments, they don't feel comfortable playing him. I just think, like, if, if you know what IKF is, and I think we all know what he is, at some point you got to let the young kids play. Like, I, I mean, you gotta you got to bet on the upside. Especially because you know you're going to be good. Right. right. That's, not, I mean, that's the beauty of being good. Right. I mean, you, you got elite starting pitching. Your bullpen is very good. You have a lot of good offense. And, uh, again, IKF is just, he's just a guy. That's what he is. He's is and and it's not meant to be disrespectful towards him. He's not a special player. He, he doesn't do anything special, Rick. At shortstop, here's the thing, a, though. But he's not a great thing, defender, though. right? Here's the thing, though. It's like at, at a certain point, teams like the Yankees that are, I mean, their mantra is championship or bust. They're always every year going to try to win a championship. So it's never going to be a great year to have a young kid play and 
have to deal with the ups and downs and the struggles. It's not like, because again, you always see these teams that are like, yeah, why take the chance with the young guy when we can go with the veteran guy because we know what we're going to get? Well, if the young guy has all this tremendous upside and your team is good enough where you're going to be a playoff team, let and you're not asking the kid to jump into the middle of the lineup and carry you. Like, come play a good play a good shortstop, contribute offensively when you can. If you struggle, we can deal with it. But hopefully, by the end of the season, in the biggest moments, you'll be you'll be there to to pitch in. Well, they did it with Jeter. You know, again, I don't think it's fair to compare him to Derek Jeter. I'm not comparing, but that's what they did with Jeter. The, the, this is your position. It's yours. Well, how can you say it's not fair though? I mean, to this is the reason to, to compare him to Jeter. Well, I mean, this is the reason why you haven't gone out and made a move at shortstop, isn't it? Well, I think that you can think he's going to be very good and not be compared to Derek Jeter. Jeter goes down as one of the great players in the history of baseball. Right. I'm not saying. I'm not saying. I'm saying before Derek Jeter became Derek Jeter, though. Like the way they treat this kid, the fact that you haven't taken any real big swings at some of the best, the, the best shortstops available. Well, I think the question is not, is he going to be really good at some point? The question is, is he going to be ready and really good right now? Yeah, I don't disagree with you. I'm just saying, like, the way they've built him up, they're at a point now where it's like, I mean, you have... He better be good. ...all these shortstops available, and the the excuse is, well, you know, we're all set because we don't want to logjam this thing up for Anthony Volpe. No, he he better be good. Let's spend a couple minutes on the NFL, and then we'll get to three stars with uh, the great Raymond J., Santiago, any uh, any feelings, anything about Rodgers or Carr or Garoppolo or a- anything? It sounds like uh, the Bears are going to be trading that number one pick, so they're going to stick with Justin Fields. But h- how are you feeling? Anxious, nervous, good? Where, where's your where's your emotions? I wouldn't at right say now? good. I don't think there's anything to feel good about. No, anxious, nervous. I mean, that's uh, how else could you feel? At what point are we going to get answers from Aaron Rodgers? Hopefully soon, man. It sounds like he's going to have to have a meeting with Green Bay. And he's going to tell them whether or not he wants to get traded. And if he tells them he wants to be traded, then I guess that opens up the door for teams that are interested to talk to him. And he gets the, I guess he's going to have a big part of deciding where he wants to go. Okay. The way he says, I don't, I, I mean, because we heard the story from Jeff Darlington last week. Imagine he just comes in and is like, you know what, I, I want to run it back with Green Bay. I don't want to <sighs> be done. Could, could you think there's any chance that Green Bay says to him, you know, we want to be done. Not the way Jeff Darlington made it sound. So Green Bay will just just any any demand he makes, any any you know last ditch attempt of him to come back and say, you know what, I want to want to be a Packer again. They just eat it all up, and bring him right back. Well, I don't know. The initial report that came out that the I mean they're disgusted with him and they're all set, and that right. changed to Jeff Darlington saying this is all overblown and they people think that he'll be back with Green Bay. I mean, I don't know what else he wants Green Bay to do. Like I mean, they did. Yeah, they screwed up. They admitted they screwed up. They shouldn't. They thought he was close to done. He's not. He went back to back MVPs. They shouldn't have drafted Jordan Love. They gave him a three year, hundred and fifty million dollar contract. Like what? What else? What else do you need him to do? Like Seems if like this a is all offered to me. Well, but it's like I mean, again, if you're gonna play, and the decision is I'm coming back to play, like, let's go, man. Are you going back to Green Bay, or are we gonna make a move? Like I mean, it's gonna be up to him. He's gonna. I, have to I don't know why that. we're waiting so long here. I I don't know what the holdup is either. I mean, I'm not saying you have to pick your next team, but if it's not Green Bay, just let Green Bay know. Like, let's start the process. I well, you know what? It is? I think he loves the drama. I th- I think he eats this up. I, I can't you, take it though. Well, you might not be able to take it. I'm sure your Packers fans don't like it. Jets fans don't like it. Raiders fans don't like it. But he loves it. He 
he can say whatever he wants. I don't believe him. He loves to be the center of attention, and he loves to be the guy that everyone drools over. Yeah, but at least Packers fans know. I mean, they, they still have. If it's not if it's not Aaron Rodgers, at least they know it's going to be Jordan Love. If it's not Aaron Rodgers for us, we don't know who it's going to be. You have no idea. None. I mean, that's depending on whether or not Derek Carr decides he wants to be a Jet. Well, that's the good news is at least Derek Carr is still on the open market, where if Rodgers comes out and says, you know what, I want to stay with Green Bay, now you can swoop in with a really big offer and get Derek Carr, Garoppolo, whoever. Yeah, but I mean, to, to Jeff Darlington's point, and we actually said this before the report even came out, it's like if I'm sitting at a table with you telling you to your face that if you sign with the Jets and we think you're good enough to win a championship, you'll be a first ballot Hall of Famer. If you really felt that way, then what the hell are we waiting? Like, why are you, why are you making it, me it, wait? I mean, it's, it's, it's moronic. It's because you're lying you say, to my face. If, if we say we think you can do big things here, we're excited about the potential of bringing you here. If you tell someone, if we bring you here, you're going to win multiple Super Bowls and be a first ballot Hall of Famer, then, then why would you even be interested in Aaron Rodgers? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, no, I, I couldn't agree with you more. It's, it's moronic. Why would you possibly first, say that to this guy? My first question would be like, okay, then where's the offer? Let's right. get this thing signed up. Wouldn't you be, if you think I have the potential to be a first ballot Hall of Famer and win multiple championships for you, I think like four years and $175 million deal is going to be made to me pretty soon. Right. And I have, um, in, in my age, I'll be here for way more, I'll be here for way more years than Aaron Rodgers. What, right. are, we, what are we doing? If you think this guy can win you championships and is going right to the Hall of Fame, that isn't he a more attractive option than Aaron Rodgers? Yeah. yeah but we know that's not the truth, though, because they're waiting for Aaron Rodgers to make a decision. Everybody lies. That's the thing. All right. Man that does not lie. Never would. Raymond J. Raymond. Today's three stars. Number three. Uh, but the question is, does Dave Rothenberg lie? So you think we- I suck? I mean, we find out that we're we're not among the nine people, is it? Nine people? Nine. That, yeah. Nine people. All eight, including me. Yeah. Including yourself. Yes. So eight people. Well, no, seven because Sher- Sherry's planning everything. So right. they got a beautiful we, corner booth at the uh, Ruby Tuesdays in Westchester. It's, yeah. You know, you're just jealous that you're not invited. It's, it's like I keep saying, we're just work friends. We're not that important. Number two. You know who is important? Happy birthday, Ty Butler. Happy eighth birthday to Milo D. Ty has not, I, I, I don't want to be the one to say this, but I will. I, Ty has not aged well. Wow. I would have really? never guessed 30. You thought 36? At close to 40. Really? Ew. That's awful. At any rate, well. oh, no. I hope Milo has a great, wonderful, joy-filled day. Thank you, Raymond. That's very Number one. Hang on. Did they share a star? Well, I was just going to be Milo, but I didn't want Ty to feel left out. He did a Why? great job filling in last wow. week. Wow. He did a great job for us. He, one show. A star he, he was really a passenger. Number he was a one. Passenger on one show. He didn't do one read. Well, wow. you know, it wasn't a passenger. I'm so happy to have him back. RJ, he's the man. Makes this so much more enjoyable, so much more fun. So you hate I, Bauer? No. Tom well, was great. Makes it he so was, much more fun and so much more enjoyable means he's better than Bauer. And you're RJ's like the steamroller DPH That is Dave the steamroller right there. RJ's like show, he's like show loop. Makes it much, it's so much more enjoyable. I give up. And shiny, he's so days. shiny. <laughs> it's rule 76. <laughs> no excuses, playing a champion. It's DPH or Rothenberg. Happy birthday, Milo. On 9870 ESPN. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the DPH Rowan Rothenberg Podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN New York app. Or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN.